What's up, guys? I'm Cora. And I'm Sharon. And this is Learning on the Job, a podcast for moms. Join us as we talk about our highs and lows and everything in between on this journey of motherhood. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm sorry if I sound a little weird and nasally. I'm a little congested. It's just that it's getting to be that time of year. Um, So I know a ton of people are going through it. But uh, Cora, what's up with you? How are you doing? Well, honestly, I'm right there with you. Um, (laughs) I probably sound just as congested. (laughs) So and definitely it's that time of year. You know, I think a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about how I was starting to feel sick and I did get sick. I got like a little cold, lasted a few days and then had gone away. But, you know, like the residuals of a cold, like you have a ready nose for like a while after you feel fine and it's just annoying. Well, I finally got rid of that. And then in this past few days, week, I've started to feel like crap again. So I blame Jake. Jake uh, Jake got like a stuffy nose and was sick la- last week, I think. And then we just went to the zoo. Yeah, I was going to say, Friday. I'm blaming Jake too. <laughs> so yeah, just blame Jake. It's oh. all his fault. Oh, yeah, so that was fun. Sharon and I, uh, we took the girls with and the boys. Uh, <laughs> we all went to the zoo last week in San Antonio. Um, it was Claire's first time getting to go to the zoo, but Jenny's second or mm-hmm. she, yeah. So, um, but the first time, obviously the girls got to do something like that together. Um, it was really fun. You know, Jenny's getting a little bigger. She's able for Sharon to like put her on the ground and she can like stand up on something so that was really fun they like really enjoyed looking at like the fish when in like the darker rooms and feeding the giraffes and everything (laughs) I know that's what I think that was your favorite thing to do like you were looking forward to that the entire time with I was wanting to feed the giraffes (laughs) yeah I had I was I that's that was what I came for you know it's like if y'all didn't know Cora is obsessed with giraffes yes they are my favorite animal so I was super I'm honestly excited. surprised you don't have one of those like not life-size but like you, like the four foot tall you ones know, I am too I'm surprised that I haven't <laughs> gotten one yet but at this point and Chris and I've talked about it we've talked about like getting one for Claire for like a playroom um actually so Chris and I um you know we really want to purchase a house at the by mm-hmm. the end of our lease um whether that be purchasing a home or building one, we've kind of gone back and forth with what we want to do. Uh, lately, we've kind of been toying more with the idea of like just buying a house um, than building it. But like I said, we go back and forth all the time. We saw, I was on Zillow earlier today and I saw one that I actually loved. Um, I don't typically go for two-story houses. I had um, a two-story house for like three years and I just hate going up and down the stairs if I can avoid it but this one was two-story and obviously one of the good things about a two-story house is like you get like two two parts of house on top of each other lots of room um, so this ha- room this one had like a front room that would be perfect for a playroom which is like a necessity to me and then beautiful kitchen with a huge island living room and then a huge upstairs area for like a game room um it was a three-bedroom house so like a room for Claire 
our, our room and then a room for like an office or maybe a future kid's room. Um, the bathroom was like exactly what I wanted. It had a standing shower on one side and a huge tub with a big window on the other. And then the backyard was like also perfect. It had a huge shed and then it had this like shaded, um, it had a fire pit and then the shaded area where you could like put the grills and everything with like built-in benches. Whoever owned the house beforehand, they put a lot of like love into this house. And yeah, I know it was like, we're looking at it. It's way too soon. I just, I like, I love it. I know that like it, we haven't even gotten into like all of the paperwork with it yet um with our realtor so I just know that like by the time we get to it the house is gonna be gone it's already been on the market 43 days but yeah I know there'll be others out there it was just nice to see something to give me an idea of you know what's out there and what I've got my heart set on so yeah Jake and I we we really want to build um ultimately like we we want to build our dream home our forever home and that be like the end all for what we have um we would love for that to be our next house but obviously we just don't know um we we really didn't think we'd be in this house as long as we have been we really thought it was just going to be like or we haven't even been in here five years but we kind of planned to just be in this house for five years and then um be moving moving on but that's obviously not going to be the case. So we've been kind of toying with the ideas of uh, trying to pay this house off, which we really originally didn't plan on. Um, and then eventually moving back to the Houston area or somewhere closer, maybe not necessarily in Houston, but maybe like around like the Woodlands, Conroe, somewhere where it's a little closer and we could go to Galveston for the day and come back and it not be such a, a drive. Um, that's all. That's our ultimate goal, but we just don't know when that's going to happen. But yeah. I've looked at so many different things. Like I've looked at houses <laughs> on the market all the time and I, there's so many different ideas of things that like I want to do. And a playroom is definitely one of those things that I want because I just think it'd be so beneficial and I think that it would be a a little bit better for um to have like a playroom rather than just having all of the kids like going from room to room playing because I've I see that with my nieces and nephews and like they're at that age where some of them like they don't know what's theirs they feel like they just don't know what is theirs and then they get into arguments and fights over whose is what or what's who whatever and I'm just like if if they just had like one big playroom everything is everybody's and then like your specific stuff that like certain things can stay in your room and they I don't know I don't know how to explain it but yeah yeah I mean for me I um I just first of all Uh, we only have one kid each but like they come with or they get so much stuff and you know she takes over my whole house she's definitely obviously taken over my living room and everything and I I would just love a place to put her stuff but also there there are other things that I you know would like for her to have but yeah I um I need a place for them like you know you just got a nugget and I'd love something like that but I just have no place for it um so something in the future a designated spot plus for me 
So one thing about me, I have ADHD and a facet of my ADHD is kind of like, I, if I don't have like, at least like a big box for stuff, like everything's just everywhere. So like the kids room is, especially with like place, like when you've got like the kids room and then the living room, like they're going back and forth between those places, stuff just ends up like not having a true home because it's just like, oh, well, it really goes in here. Oh, but it's brought back out here every single day. So it doesn't have a home in the place that it's used mostly, but it doesn't go in the other room. Anyways, basically, I just like to have like a designated spot. I think that if the kids had, or, if, you know, Claire just right now, but if we had a future kid, you know, if there was a room where I could put the majority of their stuff. They could play in there. That's where it's like kept. And then in the few, also I, I like the benefits of that because then the room that you sleep in really is more for sleep that kind of promotes tranquility and, you know, trying to keep it relaxing in the room so that her sleep is more beneficial rather than it just being like a place where all her toys are. And it's tempting to like, want to play with your toys, like in the middle of the night and so on and so forth. So. Yeah, I com- I completely agree. Um, yeah, speaking of of it, yeah, I did just get a nugget. Um, so far, we absolutely love it. And I think it was definitely worth the money. I, I, I think it's a little expensive, but it's worth the money. And even the knockoffs, I feel like, are fairly expensive. Um, there's knockoffs yeah. that are cheaper than this. But I've they're not much cheaper. I would just get a regular nugget. I mean, they're expensive, but I don't think they're a good investment for what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that, that was my thought process because I really like I was telling you, I'm in a Facebook group where it's like people all over Texas specifically, and they um, sell and trade nuggets with each other. And I really tried to get a secondhand nugget. Um, and I found a lot of good ones, but Nugget comes out with new covers. Like they come out with new colors every few months, every so often, and some are more expensive than others. And then once they're retired, they don't come back. So a lot of those people that are selling this stuff, they're selling retired colors. So they're pretty much selling some of that at retail price because they paid more for it. And then now you can't get it. Yeah. So it's like, I was talking, Jake and I were talking about it and I was like, the the ones that I find that are a really good deal, the people either don't get back to me, there's a really long line for them or um, like just something, something about it just doesn't work out. So we just went ahead and invested in it and I would like to get another one. I would like to have two ultimately um, and for like right now in, in our current situation, current setup, I would like to have one down here in the living room and then one upstairs in her bedroom. So then um, we she like has one in both places to play because the one here in the living room, ultimately what, ma- what made our decision to get one was we use it as walls in our living room um, and kind of set it up connected to our couch so that she has like a square to play in because she's just at the point now where the playpen is not working. I I put her in there first thing in the morning and she's perfectly fine. But then as the day goes on, she wants to crawl around more and 
like she she likes to pull up on the couch and walk around. So we'll open it up and let her explore. So she has both places, but yeah, we got the nugget to like have walls. And I'd like to have one in her room where we can actually do all the builds and stuff that we want. And cause we do, we do some of the builds down here in the living room, but then if once we stop, we can't just leave it or set it aside. We have to then set the walls back up so that she can c- continue playing down here. Yeah. Well, one thing I will caution you on as she starts being able to walk is um, you may have to find either a way to secure them or find something else because we, you know, she'll get strong and mm-hmm. she'll be able to knock that thing down pretty easily, pretty, pretty yeah. fast. So right now she has, so uh, she's learning how to, how to climb a little bit. So one of them on one side of the living room she can kind of climb up on top of it and once she does that like we have to go get her and pull her off but then the other one she can pull up on it um and like use it as a wall to stand so we have we actually have four nugget pillows then it only comes with two but I actually bought I remember that a, a set of two pillows by accident from somebody secondhand so we have four pillows and we use those as like a barrier sort of, um, yeah, it, it definitely helps. And we, so the wall that she can actually push over, we kind of put them there in the weakest spots, like right at the corners and stuff. And yeah, so, I mean, so far it's working. She's knocked it down once, but like we were in the kitchen and she was like trying to get into the kitchen with us. So it was really funny. Like it fell over and we just like look over there. We're like, oh shit. And she's just like right there under it, looking at us laughing. Like I got out. (laughs) And so it was, it was really cute. It was funny. That's the one thing I feel like I've definitely found is just like everything is just unfortunately like a short term solution. You know, it's like we started yeah. back in the day with the Mamaru, just like the OG, like could <laughs> could fix any problem when I needed to go to the bathroom when she's uh, getting fussy when she you know wants to take a little nap or whatever, and then she grew out of that. And we you know it's like then on to jumpers and playpens yeah. and everything and. Now, nowadays, I mean, we've we've got the situation where it's basically, you know, secured and gated off. But now that she's walking, we basically, I mean, for a lot of the time, we let her kind of not roam like unmonitored, but like if she wants to play around or whatever, I let her like while I'm working and stuff like that. Pretty much the only thing that's concerning is she gets tries to get into the dog food like all the time. Yeah. So I have to like put that up on the counters or whatever. Yeah, once she starts walking, I uh, like our our biggest thing with the living room is like now that we have the nugget walls, it's pretty like she can't see the other side. So she kind of forgets that there's more to the house. And so it's not taking her attention away from things. Yeah. But then whenever we have to get up and walk away somewhere, it's like we're trying to like time it to where she's not watching because if she watches us walk somewhere else like she watches us move it out of the way or climb over it to get out then that then she'll get fussy and she'll come over like wait a second you 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 can get out like take me with you (laughs) well I'll tell you I am considering commissioning Jake on the next thing that I want Um, what are you doing I want 
a stool for the kitchen. I want one of those stools that she can climb up onto. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Chris and I were talking about it, and he, he's the one that keeps telling me, he's like, well, we should just see if, how much, like, we could get Jake to make it for us. Then it'll be handmade. And and I was like, as soon as I do that, you know, he's, Sharon's going to want one, too, and he's going to have to make <laughs> two of them. Because <laughs> I see oh, them yeah. on Amazon. And I mean, I can get one from him, but it's like, I'd probably like to see, you know, because I bet you he could make something that's a little more sturdier, but you know, it's just something with like the bar on the other side. So she just like climbs yeah. in and then she can like watch me do stuff at the counter, um, you know, eventually learn like simple tasks and stuff like that, um, help with like small cooking tasks as she gets a little older and things like that so yeah I've definitely wanted one of those I'll look into it and uh, talk to Jake about it and see about how much he would charge for it um yeah and then maybe if uh, if it goes well and other people want one they can order one from you guys <laughs> yeah for sure but yeah he I mean I don't know I haven't done as much research as you have on them because I'm not at that stage yet but um I don't know like how many colors they come in um but like he could do whatever stain you wanted he could yeah put uh he could like um burn or like do something in it like if you wanted y'all's initial initials or I would say like Claire's name but then like if y'all have another kid down the road we could just put C DeLuca on it it'll work for anyone in the family there you go yeah (laughs) for those of you that don't know um every I mean so Obviously, my husband's name is Chris. So when I got married, both of our initials were now C. DeLuca. We are, I don't know, narcissists or think it's cute or whatever. So we decided that we wanted to like keep up that tradition, which is why we chose Claire. We chose a name intentionally that started with a C so that we could continue the um, C. DeLuca tradition. And um, if and when we have another child. We do intend to continue that tradition. I have both a, a girl's name and a boy's name picked out. So, huh. yeah, on that, um, one of the first videos, whenever Core and I first started getting into TikTok, um, whenever we went to the park and we did that video of like introducing me, you, and Hovita as like our little oh, mom yeah. group, somebody pointed it out. Like, I never thought of it, but somebody pointed out that you, and Claire are both C and then Hovita and Judah are both J's. Somebody straight up told me that like I had a missed opportunity and that I should change. It's not too late for me to change my daughter's name so that it matched with an S for an Sharon. S. I was, and I, I was trying to think of like, uh, like who, who from Harry Potter you could even choose that started with an S besides Severus. <laughs> I know that's the that's the only one that I can think of at the moment. I know that there's more, uh, but I don't think like they're not main characters or anything. Well, no, no girls' names. That person like, can get 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 to get. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. And J- Jake and I actually talked about it beforehand. I mean, obviously, we don't like both our names don't start with the same letter. Um, so we don't really have that going, but we before we ever got pregnant and stuff we had already agreed that we didn't want any kind of pattern to name so we wanted to just choose a name because we liked it or whatever um we didn't want to have to be forced to choose a name that went with any kind of pattern so um, you don't like, think that your next child will have a harry potter name or well if it had 
our t- I mean, our if I don't know about a girl, our first boy's name is gonna be tied to Harry Potter because you already have um, that name picked out. Yeah, because we already have really it like out. it. Yeah, and because also like it's a very good Irish name too, and Jake's I Irish. Agree. So, uh. For a girl's name, I don't know what we would choose because Jake already shot down like Luna, Hermione, and all that. And like, I didn't even want Hermione, but I joked around and I was like, "What about Luna?" I know. And... I was. Gonna, I've always. I've always thought Luna was a cute name. It was definitely. I do like, too. On my list, um, I just it's feel ironic like... for me because both Chris and I, since well, not since having Claire, but like in the past few years, we both have aunts that had names start with C's, and they both have passed away. Like in somewhat recently so um we both had like our sides of the family be like hey well you know you have like a family name that starts with the c <laughs> yeah the only the only thing that we had was so like jake uh for jenny like we used my middle name and i do have two middle names so if we have another girl i could just pass down my second middle name to, to her the other as well child. yeah um but and then like for the first boy we're gonna give him jake's middle name if we have one but there um like there's a lot of family names that we have going around but like my side has too many because there's multiple names that have been like given throughout jake we originally wanted to use his mom's middle name because um, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but like Jake's parents passed away several years ago, um, both within like two months of each other. And so whenever we like got together, got serious, married and everything, we decided that we were going to give our daughter, our first daughter, um, his mom's middle name. But we voted against it because now it has just become so overused because Jake's sister ended up having a girl about a year before we did and she gave her her their mom's middle name but she already had a girl she had a a girl that was a that was I think she's like a teenager now and she has that middle name so his sister had two daughters both with the same middle name what's the middle name (coughs) it's Kay so uh, and like, so it was his grandma's name. It was his mom's name. It's his sister's middle name. Like it was great. Like everybody's all the girls like from right there have the same middle name. And then, like I said, his sister gave it to her first daughter and then she had a second daughter and we didn't think she was going to do that. But then she gave her second daughter that same middle name too and they tried to tell us to to use it whenever we found out that Jenny was a girl but we straight up told them like it's so overdone now like we don't we don't want every single person in the family to have the same middle name well and it kind of like it's almost like seems like part of like the matriarchal side of the family's type of tradition like it because I'm assuming it was his maternal grandmother like his mom's mom that had the middle name and then his mom and then her daughter and she passed it on to her daughters and maybe her daughters would like to pass it on to their daughters but that doesn't mean that like it has to continue necessarily with Jake like for instance like um Chris's family his all the men 
and his family have the same middle name. So like, you know, it's just like a, a male like passed on thing. Um, so, but it's, I like to think a little different with guys, obviously, but you know, just, yeah. And I, I honestly think like it, it never, I don't think it would have been as big of a discussion between us if his mom was still alive um but the fact that his mom had passed away like that was something that we really talked about and then we even tried to play around with names that had k within them um not like this this wasn't one of them but for example like mary k like like almost like a like a two name type yeah thing. or <clears throat> we very talked about <laughs> yeah we talked about different variations of his mom's first name like not naming our daughter Sandra but doing like a variation of it like Cassandra or Sandy or something but it just we didn't really like any of them and the only one I liked was Sandy but then Jake has an aunt named Sandy and so that just like there there it just nothing really worked so we just decided that as much as we would love to name our daughter after his mom it just wasn't gonna happen well she ended up being jenny christine and that's exactly who she is (laughs) oh yeah my little hufflepuff (laughs) yes yes that's another thing that you did in the past uh, couple weeks um jenny celebrated being nine and three quarters old uh, months old so she picked out her harry potter house as one (laughs) of harry potter obsessed um child uh, parents of a child would do (laughs) yeah um yeah she picked it out and she chose hufflepuff and i'm not gonna go into a full description of all the houses but if you know what Hufflepuffs are, Ginny is very much a Hufflepuff. She is. <laughs> she is. She's just happy to be there. Oh, yeah. She's not so happy at the moment. But, yeah, she is very happy to be there, smiling for pictures, just having fun. She is. And, and I, I love the headcanon of how, like, Hufflepuffs and Slytherins kind of go hand in hand. And like they're best friends and that a lot of Hufflepuffs have like Slytherin traits because I can definitely see that it with Ginny, like the ambition to get into stuff and like <clears throat> the, <clears throat> the ambition to like do things and that like mischief, mischievous side to like get into things. Um, she definitely does that, but overall, like the, what everybody describes Ginny as is just a happy baby. Mm-hmm. She's always happy and smiling. Same with Claire. She's just like happy baby wants to be the center. She, that's the, I think the key difference is Jenny is just happy to be there and will smile and like she makes her noises, but she's isn't she's not like taking up the whole room. Claire commands the attention of everyone in the room. <laughs> they need to be looking at her, otherwise she'll scream. Like, but not in a mean way, in a look at me type of way. <laughs> that's every yeah. time I take her to gymnastics, <clears throat> that's basically like literally her just like run running or walking in circles around the other babies, like screaming with glee. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like not embarrassed because I can never be embarrassed over my child, but like just I I don't know. I'm just like, I'm sorry, guys. She just 
really likes to express her feelings. So <laughs> that's what we're here to do. I feel like a lot of that could just be because Claire's pretty much the oldest baby in our friend group. Like she's not yeah, really she- around a bunch of older kids. I know that uh, Chris has, a, Chris's sister has older kids, but like they don't live near us or anything. So Claire's, I feel like she's usually the older baby. Yeah, she she is and she's I mean she's like in the middle of her gymnastics class but she's one of the best walkers at this point Mm -hmm. um but she does have my brother has a three-year-old and she you know when she spends time with him she she loves him because he looks very much similar to her like still very babyish but he's like big yeah runs around and stuff and she couldn't quite walk when they saw last so I know that like when they see each other um for the holidays she's gonna be just taken off after him especially by then she's she's already running but yeah claire definitely commands the attention like at the zoo um so cora and i both have wagons and we took them and claire like jenny can't walk and so we put claire in our wagon with jenny and they were playing and stuff but claire like wanted all the toys like she took she she was like oh these are cool i don't normally play with these yeah and so and like Ginny Ginny didn't really get mad she was just like oh okay like I don't I don't get a toy okay and she like tried to be okay with it but then I think Ginny is now like at that point where she she's kind of doing what Claire used to do to her and like she was trying to like climb on top of Claire this is okay (laughs) yeah she's like you used to do this to me so it's fine but I was like no Jenny we don't do that especially because like I don't know why but Jenny would like go for the for the face and like she does that with our dogs too and she's not she's not trying to be mean like like with the dogs I don't know if she sees us do it because like we'll put our hand on, on both sides of our dog's face and like, like scratch them or something. And, yeah. yeah like give them a kiss so I don't know I don't know why she does that but yeah it's like it's like she's trying to do that but she doesn't have the best coordination so it almost looks like she's trying to gouge eyes out and it's like <laughs> yeah and we're just like no you can't do that but other than that Ginny was just like oh okay I don't I don't get a toy so we gave her Claire Sophie and they I just know kind of switched <laughs> toys. oh I can't it wait really it's, funny. it's so it's so strange because you know they're really not that far in age and like for the majority of their lives the like three months difference is going to be so minimal but right now it's at a time where it's just you know such it's so different it's such an age difference and I wonder exactly what that age will be when it starts to feel like less so I I imagine it will be somewhere between them both being 18 and 24 months like maybe by the time like Jenny's 18 months and Claire yeah. is what would that be uh, 21 months like somewhere around there I um it I, that's I don't know for sure, but, you know, and actually on that note, um, I was watching a TikTok and it was by somebody that was like a pediatric speech therapist. And she was saying that by 24 months, they typically expect toddlers to be able to say around 200 words. Jesus. I know. I was like that, that that can't be right. (laughs) Well, and then too, like, I've always heard by like, 
I think it starts around 16 months. By about 16 months, they want 16 gestures. Yeah. So and and I'm, like, that, that, I'm like thinking to myself, can I even name 16 gestures? Okay. And let me tell you, I, I count them off because, I start, <clears throat> you know, and she does. She really is starting to develop more and more. And and I was thinking that, too. I was like, because they cause say, you know, by 16 months, 16 words or gestures. And then I'm like, 200 words? But I, I commented on this and I was like, my daughter's 13 months old. She knows maybe five words. Am I far behind or am I to expect another 195 words to come on in the next uh, 13 months or 11 months? Sorry. And she she commented back and she said, usually around 18 months, there's a huge language explosion. They start saying, being able to like yeah. repeat a lot of words. And then from there, they start being able to form like two word sentences. I go, you know, I, you know, I I do or you know whatever or no even can be like it's yeah. a one word sentence but stuff like that they start to be able to actually like articulate what they mean um after basically after that but so that's just now it's kind of like almost not like a ticking time bomb for me but it's just like she'll be 14 months old soon and then like so in the next four months I'm to expect like this total change and that's that is what I've heard that like the the baby that you have from like 12 to 18 months I've also heard that that's a very difficult stage and I'm here to tell you I so far I think that's true <laughs> I also counting down the days until I'm out of the stage to see if it's <laughs> gonna be better you know once she's done transitioning into toddlerhood but they say that you know you just have a completely different child after that that they just their personalities start to develop and like what they how they were as a baby sometimes completely changes sometimes their sleep patterns change um they start to develop more of an attitude um so like that's just kind of interesting to me um and also a little worrisome just because I feel like obviously everything has just been and not to you know say the movie in the movie but the so far it's all just been like learning on the job so it's just every time I think that I've got it figured out it's just like oh well you've got this other thing coming um and I know that that it's gonna be like that through all of parenting but like I can't wait for the parts where she's just like a little bit more like longer periods of time before the huge adjustments it's just like every couple of months it's like I'm winded man yeah well and I, th- I really think that like around 18 months is whenever Ginny and Claire like I, I would say whenever Jenny's about 18 months and yeah, maybe exactly. by the time it might start to get a little closer once Claire hits 18 months, but I really think once Jenny hits 18 months that they'll be a little more side by side because by then Jenny, I expect Jenny should be walking. Um, oh, hopefully sure. Jenny should be out of the brace, but I don't know how her walking is really going to go because around 18 months, she should be getting out of the brace. But depending on, obviously, like if if it really helped and all of that. Um, but then two, uh, because Claire will be three months older and be talking and stuff. I think that depending on how much how much time her and Ginny spend together, uh, Ginny could possibly like just shoot up and kind of be neck and neck with Claire, like learning off of her, not necessarily going ahead, but like learning off of her. Yeah. Cause definitely, cause they're so close in age and just like having Ginny, having someone like right there to like watch, do it. Like it, I just think that it could be really 
beneficial to her. I mean, every time Claire does get to spend time with like older kids, she does learn a lot and she wants to participate because Mm -hmm. they look like her. They're closer to her size. So um, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see what everything looks like, like this time next summer, you know, because I think by then, by that time, Jenny will be like 19 or 20 months. Claire will be like 21, 22 months. Um, they're both going to be running around and talking a lot more. And I just think that's going to be really fun to see them together and to actually start, you know, doing more interactive things with them. I agree. That's just been so far, you know, as she gets older, it's just been the, my favorite part of motherhood, you know, in the past couple of weeks, I took Claire to the zoo, but the week before that, we took her to the circus, and um, yeah, I mean, she's getting, she walks around, she's like, you know, she doesn't quite absorb all of it yet, and is not old enough to participate in everything yet, but, um, you know, she gets a little more excited and able to interact every time, and that's just been so fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for all of that, like, just today Jake and I were laying on the couch and Jenny was playing in the living room and I don't know what she was doing um she might have been like babbling or something but it was just really funny we were just sitting there and we were just like just just imagine like when she's actually able to walk and she's actually able to talk to us and tell us what she wants and everything it's it's weird to think about it's exciting it's scary and it's weird yeah I totally yeah it's it's crazy to think it just feels like this takes up so much of my life now with her like being a person but like not necessarily expressing her opinions and I mean she definitely expresses her desires um and maybe opinions but you know what I mean like and and like articulates things and yeah they talk about the the phases where they just want to talk to you all the time and play with you all the time and I keep telling myself like when things are hard like those days are coming Cora like right now you know I try and like talk to her and narrate stuff as much as I can but you know she's a baby so I am able to like be in my in my own headspace if I want to like I can sit in the room and be on my phone for a minute like while watching her and not it not be a big deal but I know that like those days are short-lived like she's gonna be up in the morning and she's gonna be like from like the time she wakes up to the time she goes to bed and those days are really gonna mentally wear me out so it's just it's it's like I know it's coming but it's it's the same thing as like being pregnant I knew I was gonna be a mom and I knew that this time was coming and I had like an idea of what it was gonna be like because I've seen it take place and with other people maybe I've seen it like on shows and everything but I know that I really have no idea what I'm getting myself into because I just haven't experienced it for myself yet I haven't experienced what it's like getting woken up at six o'clock in the morning by a kid jumping on you that can actually get out of their own bed and they're like hey I want to start my day now and they're talking to you and you have to respond to them and argue with them probably because they're little kids I know it's not the same thing but I've definitely been woken up by Jenny at like five or six a.m oh yeah of her just like babbling and hitting me in the face and like if she's in our bed she'll wake up and I've woken up to her just like not necessarily like hitting me in the face but like touching my face and just talking to me and I wake up and it's like it's a weird 
thing to wake up to because like it's so cute it's so it's like it's it's so comforting because she's so sweet in that moment and she's just talking and touching your face but then it's at the same time it's like I have no idea what you're saying and I'm tired yeah I don't want to be up um and sometimes I mean like there's been times that I've turned the tv on and just I'll just sit her up in the bed and I'll like wrap my arm around her so that I can just support her a little bit and she doesn't roll around but then I just like okay just just watch tv I'll just lay right here cuddle oh, up yeah. next to your butt and that's me in the playpen on the on the ground on our you know on our mat it's like luckily the mat yeah fairly it's pretty comfy I can lay on it especially with the pillow I just like cuddle up yeah. with her on the floor and she's just watching tv and I'm like okay I'm gonna go back to sleep for like an hour now because it's a little too early for mommy but I got you up and I put you in the safe place where let's go like yeah you can you can lay here with me you can run around I'll be in this corner yeah I love those times whenever like we'll get up and I'll have we'll be watching something and I'll just sit on the couch and I'll hold Jenny and she'll just lay on me just watching and we just lay there and cuddle and then she'll like push her push up to her hands and she'll look at me and like smile and then it's like she gets bashful and then she hides her head in my chest again it's so That's fun cute. I will say you know Claire has been a pretty like independent baby from the beginning you know she obviously she was little for that period of time and she was basically a potato and I could hold her as much as I wanted yeah. during that time but the second that she started being able to like hold her head up she wanted to be held up she didn't want to be held like this and then like she likes to be held sometimes but on her terms and she she'll do this thing where she wants to see so she like pushes her arm out and like against my shoulder so she's like kind of far away from me like wanting to look around and she she's she goes she only cuddles on her terms so I, I don't get to cuddle with her as much because when we try it's like literally like no come here I'm gonna hug you, and, kiss you. <laughs> and she'll laugh at us or whatever but then she just wants to run around so everything is to be on her terms I feel like that's always going to be her personality as being like very independent and very much like I'll do things the way I want to do them <laughs> which will yeah. be interesting to take on as she gets into those you know older years <laughs> yeah that's really funny uh, uh I felt like I had something else I wanted to talk about um I know our brains are just like running on empty from all the I don't know about you but I've just I, work is getting busier and busier as I expected but stressing me out and then uh Claire you know she's older so she's constantly got me going and it's really causing my immune system to be like at its like most vulnerable so yeah I swear like my, my mom brain's really been setting in a lot lately like you know walking into the room and forgetting what you wanted or earlier today you know I was getting her ready for bath time and your brain just goes on autopilot. So I, she was just at, after dinner, we'd, you know, taken her shirt off and whatnot. Cause she gotten food all over it. So she was just in her diaper. I already turned the water on, but I'm like in my mind thinking about something. I go to take her diaper off. I throw it away. I come back. I put another diaper on her, you know, changing her diaper. This is pretty routine. And then Chris comes in and says something to me and I'm like, wait a second. 
I'm giving you a bath. Why did I just put a whole new diaper on you? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, I've definitely had moments like that. Luckily, but... I haven't had a moment like I did when I was pregnant when I made myself a cup of coffee, but I put the coffee cup right next to the I coffee remember maker that. and spilled coffee all over my counter. Oh, God, I was so upset. Yeah, I remember that. Day. That was a sad day. Um, but Jake and I are going to have our first night out by ourselves without Jenny. Oh, really? Yeah. What are you guys doing? Uh, we're going to go out to dinner for our, our anniversary. Oh, yes. Which um, is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, like two weeks. Because I believe it's next weekend is the end of the month. And we're going home. Um, one of our friends, uh, sons, he's turning one next week. And so his birthday is on the 1st of October. And then our anniversary is on the 4th. So um, I talked to my mom and she's off on that. Or I think she's off on that Saturday or she works in the morning or something. But um, she's going to watch Jenny that night for Jake and I to go out to dinner. And it definitely won't be super long uh it'll probably like I can't imagine it being more than like two or three hours um but like just going to a nice little dinner just the two of us not having to worry about getting anything for Jenny to eat not having to worry about sitting somewhere we're like with a high chair or anything oh yeah so it's definitely gonna be very weird no I definitely uh, feel you yeah, um, but I'm I'm excited. Like I'm I'm excited for us to go out somewhere to eat and by ourselves again, and uh, we'll get to celebrate. Gosh, this will be our th- three year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus, I know. Well, that's wonderful. I'm glad you're getting to do that. Um, I hope that you know. I I I know for you, like you live far away from your family, so you don't have is like big of a support system around you right now as you'd like but just so that you know you are always welcome to leave Jenny with me if you ever need a babysitter I will take care of her like she's my own (laughs) um and so and even if you need if you need a night out or you need to go run errands or whatever you just let me know girl because definitely we gotta stick together I definitely appreciate it and like that thoughts crossed mine and Jake's mind we just kind of want to wait until Jenny is a little better being uh bottle fed bottle fed yeah like bottle fed on solids and like away from us like this is the first time that we'll be leaving her with anyone other than me and jake um and so we'll be leaving her with my mom and my stepdad um but but yeah like she she can take she she takes milk in a sippy cup um and she does fine with that but we've just we're still experimenting with it but yeah we've definitely talked about like as Jenny gets a little older and once once we know that she's not going to really be super fussy um because that's that's just one thing is like her being breastfed like there's been times whenever my mom like whenever Jenny was a newborn and my mom was watching her downstairs here at our own house, just so that I could go take a shower, Jenny was crying. And my mom 
my mom was able to handle it and soothe her and stuff, but it's definitely more challenging for breast like to do that with a breastfed baby who's only oh, nursed. Yeah, well, like they're they only nurse, like they're they don't take a bottle or anything. And Ginny didn't even take a, a pacifier. So like it's just she it's a little difficult. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, now that she's getting older, um, you know, maybe it might not be a bad idea for maybe try to like go run and grab yourself lunch or like Target or something and leave the me with both of the girls so that Claire's there to distract her from the fact that you're gone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then you're not far if you want to like just go run and go into a store by yourself, like go stop and get gas and be able to go into the convenience store i don't think people understand what a luxury that is i have not been inside a convenience store in over a year because when i get gas like i'm not getting the whole baby out of the car seat just to go inside and get my fountain drink but let me tell you i (laughs) really miss going inside (laughs) the gas station to get a drink and a snack yeah I I mean that's one thing like I love whenever Jake's with me because he'll pump my gas and he'll go like while it's pumping he'll go he'll run inside and get us snacks and stuff really I don't even have to go yeah and Chris will yeah. usually do the same for me if I want and if like if, if I'm with Chris yes I can obviously go but yeah this. if I'm by myself and I'm with and like I have Ginny like I think the hardest thing is whenever I have to run to the post office having to get her out to just to run something into the post office and like I I mean there it's such different times that we're in now because I remember obviously not when I was Ginny's age but when I was a child like a young child my mom would just leave me in the car just to run into the post office for less than like three minutes yeah and, same like but I'm just like back in the day yeah and I mean I will I'm not gonna lie the thought has crossed my mind but then I'm just like no like I'm not gonna leave Ginny in the car same but like that that thought always crossed my mind I'm like I could just run in real quick like and there was one time I remember where like I pulled into a gas station and it was they didn't have the pay the pump wasn't available you had to go inside to pay and I was like no I guess I'm just going to another gas station can't just like leave my kid in the car especially because also like the way my car works um and the fact that I live in Texas, uh, it's hot literally all the time. And my car, like, you can't lock it when it's on. It will not lock. Uh, safety mechanism, I don't really know. I can't get it to lock. But all, I can't, if I turn, I'm not going to, like, I could not walk away from her and, like, leave that car off. It gets instantly so hot, like, even mm-hmm. with the shades in the back. So, no, we just went to a different gas station, you know, just regular parent things or mom things, I would say. Yeah, this is a different note, but speaking of cars, um, speaking of cars, if I've seen, I've, so I heard about this whenever I was pregnant, and so that's why, like, I never did it, but, um, hold on, I tossed her a treat, and she didn't see it foster a treat like an animal I, I was like I I hate when I accidentally refer to their snacks as treats because you know funny story I guess funny I um you 
I'm less about it now, but like for a long period of time, I would be like very like annoyed when people would be like, oh, proud pet parent, because I'm like raising a pet and raising a child, not the same thing. And I had this guy that I went to college with, like, argue with me about it. And um, I don't know. So like, it just really got to me. So like now, whenever I do anything that like resembles me, like treating my daughter like the same way you you know take care of a dog I'm like no I can't do this because then I'm a hypocrite because (laughs) then it sounds like I will definitely say like Jake and I we Ginny was born and we had four dogs right now we have three but like I I I know that being a parent being a, a parent to a child and being a pet parent are two completely different things but there are so many parallels and similarities that like I would especially at the beginning yeah especially at the beginning like I'm not gonna sit here and say that being that like they're they're equal they're definitely not equal but I mean Jake and I have always considered ourselves like like our 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 dogs were our babies before we had Ginny and they're still our babies because the way that we treat them and stuff and like especially whenever at the beginning like whenever they're puppies we got up multiple times a night to take them out and there are just so many things that happens with Ginny and then with our dogs that I'm sitting here like why is this such a controversial topic and it's like why is it so triggering for people to talk about because I'm I'm right here with three dogs and a child and there are some things that are definitely very similar that I'm gonna be like like it's it's still kind of the same thing in certain ways for me it's like having a newborn and having a dog are similar um to certain degrees but I guess for me I've just like and I I've I, I feel like I've reeled back on it in years but like you don't have to teach a dog to be a good person and like that dog doesn't I mean obviously dogs could bite but it's like the way the time and the effort that you put into animals obviously is not going to like impact multiple people's lives uh, because your child will go on to be a human that exists in the world um and there's obviously you know just like a lot of things that go into it so I think but I I think it's just deeper on a deeper level I definitely agree with that but like just just like on the surface, like, like keeping them alive, taking care of them. And like I said, like in the house, like, like getting up multiple times a night. Yes. It was so much, it it was so much harder with Ginny, but I mean, like there were, there were definitely times whenever we were like, it felt like I, even whenever I'd be getting up in the middle of the night with Ginny, I was being like, this feels like we have a puppy again. Like we haven't had a puppy in so long. Right. No, I think I liken it to like, um, almost like, I don't know, it's trying to find a way to articulate this. It's just, for me, it's like, I just get annoyed when people try like to equivalate it in the sense that it's like, not in the sense that like, if that's what brings you fulfillment and happiness and gives you purpose and like, you feel like, like that's your best friend and that's all you need, that's totally fine that I mean that's not the part that I think should ever be taken away from someone but it's one when someone tries to tell me that it's like equivalent because it's not 
And two, when I guess it's just like the the level of dedication I think that you have to put into raising a dog, even a puppy versus raising a human baby. Like you can like slip up um, from raising uh, like a puppy and like puppies, even from like the day they're born are so much more (laughs) self-sufficient, you know, like my baby literally like she, if, if she like lays the wrong way, she could die, you know, when they're little. So it's like, they really are depending on me for like, all facets of life um whereas even at at birth dogs aren't quite there like so yes you do do a lot of taking care of them but it's just like that level of uh risk (laughs) is not quite the same Um, yeah I definitely get that I just I just I think ultimately like if I was in a conversation with somebody I think if somebody tried to like negate or try to say that the hardships that I have raising a child is worse with the dog. I'd get offended. But if I'm having a conversation with somebody who doesn't want kids or doesn't have kids, but they have a dog and we were talking about things and they were talking about like similar things that they were going through with their dog. I would, I I'd be fine having that conversation with them. I don't, I don't think I, I wouldn't be offended. I didn't say I necessarily get offended by it. I get offended maybe when somebody tells me it's the same thing. Like if somebody's like, ah, uh, yeah, I have a dog and it's the same as raising a kid. And I'm like, ah, no, it's not. I'm yeah. Also, you know, there's the whole growing it in your belly and then having to give birth to it thing. Also not really the same thing. It changed me forever as a person. You having a dog doesn't change you biologically as a person. So also just like not the same thing <laughs> yeah and like you get to pick out your dog you don't get to pick your kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jake and I were really, talking really about that the other day yeah Jake and I were talking about that the other day it was funny um but like back to back to what I was uh mentioning earlier oh about, yeah the car thing yeah just a second again this is exactly how we ended up in the dog talk because she had to get up and I started rambling on about dogs and babies. Okay. So I, uh, I saw this and like, I heard about it whenever I was pregnant and because of that, I decided not to do it once, uh, we had kids. Oh, I know what you're going to say now, but I've seen a lot more things on TikTok as of recently. And if you don't know, pretty much the advice is you shouldn't put anything on your car stating that you have kids or a baby. And it's like the sign that says babies on baby on board or anything. Um, And maybe possibly like even the family stickers on the back of your car but I've just heard so many stories like not trying to turn this into a different another topic because that would be like a whole nother episode that we could touch on but there's been a lot of like trafficking and different type of situations going on where women are being targeted and even men but like women with children, women by themselves, men with children, they're being targeted, um, in different ways. And so this is just like my little warning to 
not put something on your car like that that could make you an easier target because like there's people hanging out in the parking lots of stores they find those cars that have like the baby on board stuff and then they'll tag your car because they know that you have a child and different things like that like it's an it's an easier it's easier to see it's an easier target so I've seen a lot of things about that too. I've seen, you know, conversations on both sides. I've actually, and I've talked to people in the medical field about it too. Um, so I'm 50-50 on it. I'm a personally, I just like am the type of person I, because of safety, like in my opinion, first of all, like the family stickers, that's the worst thing you can do. Like you should not do that. That is a huge indicator, especially because then you're like, um oh okay they can be a danger for so many reasons it's not even like oh they know you have kids they know how many kids you have they know you have a boy and a girl by those things um they know you have a dog maybe because people put their dogs on there shit like that um I'm in a lot of Facebook groups talking about different things like that like I my husband he's a pilot so I'm in the pilot wise Facebook group they talked about like people will put like proud pilot wife oh, you shouldn't do that because then people will see your car. They'll know that you have a husband that is gone a lot of the time. That makes you an easy target. Like, so I, yes, I am a overall a, an advocate of like, don't put these sticker, don't put stickers on your car. The baby on board stickers are like a 50-50 to me because I do see like the um, significance of them. People like that say like, oh, some people, like some medical departments don't utilize them that much but they have they can be very helpful especially when the mm-hmm. car seat is like completely ejected from the car um they you know that at the same time though it's just like they're gonna look no matter what so it's like will you not have the sticker does that mean that your child won't be found if, in the case of a car accident no that's not necessarily what it means um but having the st- sticker like can't i don't know would having the sticker mean that you're going to be trafficked also no not exactly what it means so it's just like with that one I feel like you got to use your best judgment um but definitely stickers like that on your car um anything that indicates like who you are what your profession is how many kids you have you shouldn't do also on that same note I'm a really big advocate about not putting your child's name on like their backpacks their t-shirts stuff like that when they go to school um it's if if you let strangers know your kid's name, that's gonna, I mean, also you should talk to your kids about this stuff regardless, but like, it's a lot easier for an adult to uh, manipulate your child into going with them. If they know their name, if they're like, Addison, your mom told me to come pick you up. I'm, I'm your mom's friend from work. Like, you know, your mom was in a car accident. Like we have to go like, um, it's just not a good idea. And there's really like, it's, for the sake of vanity other than that like it's a cute to have things personalized but I just think it's a way bigger safety risk than it is uh beneficial and cute um yeah personalize their you know their pencil bag that goes inside the backpack personalize their pencils or whatever um don't personalize their shirt and their backpack and you know their lunchbox that they're I mean I put their name somewhere on the lunchbox but don't make it in like big letters across the top something that's like gonna be very visible for like somebody they could potentially be trying to cause harm um, so I've to get your seen, kids. I've seen a lot of people, they still personalize this stuff, but they put it on the inside or somewhere where it cannot be viewed exactly by anyone on the outside because exactly they personalize this stuff so that um, people know that it's there, that it's like their, ch- their child's. 
Um, come here. So it's their child and stuff. Um, and there's a lot, I've seen a lot of TikToks and stuff about different ways that people personalize stuff so that it's not visible unless you are actually like looking in the right spot and like water bottles, backpack, all these different things for school just so that your kid doesn't lose their stuff. But yeah, I completely agree. I will say I never thought about um, from the medical side of things with the baby on board. That That's the whole sense. point of them. That's the reason that they ever existed in the first place. <laughs> was the point of them was so that like if you were to get in a car accident that people would know that there's might be a child on board a car seat might be ejected like that's the reason that they ever got created in the first place I never knew that I always thought it was from like a driving standpoint like the um the new driver stuff I thought that too for the longest time yeah like that's what I thought was that it was for safety like people driving like hey don't get road rage with me I have a baby or something or whatever yeah see that's what I thought too and I thought like how is that ever gonna matter to anyone and then somebody had to explain to me like that's not the point of them at all so but But you know we make sense we and I also think that well yeah the water bottle thing is kind of a big thing but again like don't get the freaking name like plastered down the side and the biggest letters with like the glitter and everything you know like you can personalize their stuff without making it like so obvious to strangers like yeah. out that are like yeah you know again like not and somebody is- that's that not like their classmate or like to differentiate between two water bottles but and this is just stuff like uh, like I'm not saying don't get anything in your child's personalized but yeah. more so like like they can have water bottles that they just use around the house or they just use like at certain like at certain places or like just family like around the top or whatever just rather yeah. than like you know just like all I'm saying is not readily visible for like somebody watching them from far away or from yeah. even at a distance no, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, the I think the medical term of it uh, is interesting. And so, yeah, I would say it's a, it's a little 50-50, like, use your best judgment, like you said. Um, but then again, like, it's it's not, I don't think using the, uh. using the baby on board sign or sticker or whatever is going to prevent you from getting the help and stuff if you were ever in an accident or anything like that yeah exactly but I do see the benefits of it but yeah we just like we we were even given a baby on board sign and I just I never put it on the car because I was so afraid because I've heard made me one with a giraffe on it oh I know hi Chris (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah, like we even I I heard of trafficking going on like just down the road in Cibolo, like moms finding the zip ties on their cars and stuff. Yeah, and people, it's it's crazy. Look, I'm gonna be real with you, Sharon, because I grew up there. San Antonio is a huge trafficking hub. It's like I mean, well, yeah, 35 is yeah, like, it's like one of it's, the biggest. Port, there's like, just it's a big area for um i mean there, there's just a lot of trafficking that happens there uh, but with it, between it just being a like not a border town but like the biggest city like 
from the border, like Del, like Del Rio and coming down. And, um, and then it's a military city and there's just a lot of shifty things that goes on. I mean, I remember earlier this summer, there was this issue. There was like six or seven women that have been gone mysteriously missing. And most of them have been found dead. Um, and they were just doing really simple things, just going to work or whatever. And they were, you know, became somebody's victim. Um, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's and it's scary to already to be, you know, a woman that has to go places like in public, like with their kids. Actually, I had a weird incident happen to me recently in the grocery store parking lot. So Jesus. Um hold on a second. That's wonderful. Thank you. I'll let my podcast people know. Chris is building a computer and he I think he just finished so he like is officially going to start it for the first time he's very excited (laughs) um he like I mentioned Chris is a pilot he's building a computer because he's building a flight simulator so that he can like practice flying oh that's cool yeah um so anyway so I had a scary situation happen fairly recently I um I was coming I was I was getting my daughter out of the car and there was this car that was like watching me and at first I thought or like they were just like right here while I was like I pulled into the spot and I was getting her out and everything and at first I thought maybe they thought I was putting her away and I was about to leave and they wanted my spot but that obviously wasn't happening and I noticed that not only were they watching me but there were two open spots just ahead of me so I don't really understand why they needed to be stopped right here just before my car. And when I got the car, I got the stroller out and I noticed them and I, I just didn't get her out of the car. I just stood there and stared back at them, honestly. And then eventually he parked in one of the spots and then he just kind of stayed in his car for a little bit. So then I stayed there some more and I waited until I watched him walk into the store And then I got her out and I took her the opposite direction in the parking lot and I walked all the way into the other entrance. But I felt weird by it. I felt like I was being watched because there was no reason for him to just be there. And it felt like he was waiting for me to get my child out of the car. And I was like, no, she's literally going to sit in this car. I'm not even going to open the door until you go away. And that's what I did. And it was just very, if, if there weren't all these other parking spots, I would have like just thought he was just waiting for my spot. That's what I thought at first. I was like, no, you obviously aren't because you're not taking one of these spots. You're actually blocking traffic. It was it was very strange. I don't. And he was look. He was looking over in my direction like the whole time. Yeah, so. I've seen. Well, like so, one of the scariest things, like Jake and I were talking about it, because he said if I see anything, um, to just like obviously let him know right away. But, um, I mean, air tags. Somebody could put an air tag underneath your car and you wouldn't even know unless well, you, you like, actually would there. you because air tags notify you <coughs> if you have an iPhone you're like because we actually just had this happen if you if you leave like an AirPod, somebody leaves an AirPod around you or air tags after like a little while and when I say a little while for me every time it's been like probably 30 minutes it'll suddenly be like hey this 
op- Apple device that doesn't belong to you is traveling with you. It's been traveling with you and it'll show me the locations. Like, is this, do you know what this is? Um, and they had to start doing that as a safety medic mm. like thing so that, because that's what happened. People were there, they were getting their cars tagged. I saw this one girl on TikTok. She kept having it happen to her and they could not find the air tag in her car, but they, every time she like, left the gym it would tell her that like somebody was something was following her and like eventually she um I I think she eventually found it and it was like literally like hidden like in her engine or some shit like that it was ridiculous yeah so I didn't know that I don't have airpods or anything um so like I don't have anything that would have like would notify me um well now you know if you get something like that now I know if I get something it's it's weird but it's so like Jake and I were talking about it and he was telling me that for the male side of it, there's women coming up to dads in the store. And so like you, we hear about women trying to take babies away from other women and stuff like, so if like, if I ever, if I'm shopping by myself with Jenny, or even if Jake's by me uh, with me, I don't, if I have to turn to grab something, I either make sure that Jenny's in my sight or my hand is like touching her body so that nobody can like take her but Jake told me that he's heard of a lot of stories of women coming up to men and them basically taking the child away from the men and they'll like they'll start a conversation and they'll try to say like oh your baby's so cute or whatever and basically get the men to let the women hold the child and then just and then and then yeah, they they try to just take a take the baby and then the guy's like no you're taking my baby but then the women says like this is my baby and starts screaming and stuff basically accusing the guy of attacking them and taking their child and society like people usually side with the mom and start blocking the guy and then that that lady can just leave with the baby and just oh i believe that i bet you if that happened um, you'd have three guys like tackling that guy beating the crap out of him suddenly jay like i told jake i was i mean like he he knows how to fight and stuff I was like I would expect you to be punching any person who gets in your way right like I'll like don't like punch now explain later like doesn't matter who it is just I don't care if it's another woman a granny whoever just like punch them get them out of the way yeah I heard that nobody's safe if they're trying to take my baby yeah well, I think now seems like a good time to go ahead and get into some oh shit snow yes so that you can get that little cutie to bed. <laughs> yeah, because she, uh, for whatever reason, is fighting her sleep and doesn't want to go to bed. I I understand that. Um, well, yeah, you can go ahead and start. Okay. Mm, okay well. <laughs> 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 I mean my I think <laughs> Jenny is so cute. Um I'd say my oh shit is that I feel like poop and Claire is growing through some growing pains, so she's been a little extra toot past couple of days, which has just been, you know, so fun. Um, but my oh yeah is Taylor Swift related. 
and it is 9 50 p.m right now and at 11 p.m something is gonna happen i don't know what but i think it's either the release of her new first single the announcement that when the new first single will be released or the track list name. or the track list but i feel like it's not the track list i feel like or she's going live on instagram or not instagram tiktok which i would also find to be wonderful but we shall see tiktok says that we should run to her account at midnight eastern standard time which is 11 p.m my time so i will be doing that very excited i might stay i might stay up <laughs> uh, i mean without jenny's acting i i probably will be up. yeah you'll be like i'll be awake anyways so yeah I'm very excited about it. I am too. I'm I am excited. I know we talked about this with Hovita on the podcast a few weeks ago, but I am excited to get new songs from her. I love I love the re-recordings of her old albums because I love hearing them in like her fresh voice. And I love hearing the vault songs. Uh, yeah. I'm waiting for I think it's either I think I want to say it's speak now um I'm not sure but there were two songs that I absolutely loved whenever I was in high school and I had them on my phone somehow I don't know how I had them but they weren't ever released I know and it was they they came out during a, a debut and one of them I know that you're talking about I know it's I'd lie and let me tell you yes I went probably a good decade of my life because I didn't buy my first Taylor Swift CD before having the music because I downloaded it off of LimeWire. And so I just had all the songs and yeah. I'd lie was on there. And I swore for the longest time, it was just part of debut. I even had the debut CD and it did not occur to me that it was not on there until probably not that long ago when people were talking about like, lost taylor swift songs and somebody said i'd lie and i was like no that's on debut and i was like yeah and i well, realized like, it was not and that was like my favorite song by her for and then i'm guessing the while. other one's probably i heart question mark yes see well but i heart question mark she so it was an ep it was before it was, it was an ep she did release it because i had a picture she had a like it was yep. like a yellow background with her and flowers and a guitar and she had it on her hand yep or something and like she was just standing there so yeah yep. like it it was released but it was a single release but like it was like an unofficial release yeah I mean it was I don't even know if it was when she was signed with Big Machine or right before but it was around yeah. that time but, but anyways I know yeah that, I know that you could find it I don't know if it was on iTunes but you could find it and download it because I had both those songs and those were like two of my favorite songs that I sang all the I mean I'd lie was like my favorite yeah. for a long time and I sang it all the time it's so good I mean I think Swifties will riot if when debuts Taylor's if version comes there. out and, a- and the vault track is not on there I will it's, riot it's funny I it's, want the song. <laughs> it's funny too because I I mean I I love like the re-recordings I love what it stands for and everything I listen to all the songs like when they come out and then I just allow like my iTunes library basically to replace them with the old ones for the most part. I keep it, but that's like, I try to prioritize it because I don't yeah. really want the others. I mean, actually none of them get money because all of my Taylor Swift albums at this point have been downloaded from the CDs. So like no royalties go to anyone else at this point. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> but yeah, like but, you can't. But the Sorry. new tracks are the ones I look forward to. And it's yeah. funny though, because we talk about it, it's like, man, it's really only been less than two years since we got 
new like a new album and we got two new albums that that year but we're so spoiled we're like no we need more so i, I need midnights like, asap <laughs> i just think that yeah we're just we're we're spoiled constantly watching taylor and there's been a lot of times that people are watching her and like i feel like they're they're missing the easter eggs they're thinking that like something's coming sooner than it really is like they're misreading the, all the easter eggs and stuff but yeah i the i want to have speak now and debut but of the newer albums i really just want the vault tracks from reputation yeah like i mean i want to know i want to know those same i want to know what what else could have been on reputation for sure and 1989 i'm honestly intrigued to hear like what songs could have been on 1989 so yeah definitely i think that 1989 and rep will probably like be one of the later ones even though she's given, even though she's already recorded some of them i mean we've heard wildest dreams and we've heard um what you might call it uh what was the other one that was released from it was something really random I don't know. There's another one from 1989 that was released, I want to say. But I will say, if you want to listen to I'd Lie, I'm, I believe it is on YouTube. So, oh, yeah. I think I went and I listened to it a while, like not too long ago, because I was like, yeah, th- this, this is a, a legit song. I had to confirm for myself that it wasn't like a Mandela effect. No, and it's even like, I was it's like, even like a studio it. recording. It's not like a rough cut or anything, but yeah. I, think, I think we'll hear it again one day. I'm excited um, because I love it. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> but, um, yeah, tell me about your, what are your oh shits, no yes? Okay, my oh shit is that I also feel like crap. And Jenny is, I don't know what's going on with her. Growing pains, teething. She's just chilling. <laughs> big emotions. Like, I don't know what it is, but she is going through something. I will say she's about to start Leap 7. She hasn't started it yet, but she's about to start Leap 7 within the next few days. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Um, Maybe. Because if you haven't heard that, we talked about like milestones and leaps and everything on a past podcast episode you can go listen to. But um, because uh, she came early, it is possible that like her dates are a little off. So like she technically could be already in Leap 7. But like my app says that she starts in only a few days, but I don't know. She's got a lot going on in her life right now and she has not been sleeping well the past few nights. Um, So far, it doesn't seem like she's sick. So I don't know if she's not feeling good. Um, Her nose gets a little crusty, but she doesn't seem to be like stopped up. She doesn't seem to have the sniffles. Like she's had a cold before and I tried to clear out her nose and like nothing really came out. So I think, um, I don't, I really don't think she's sick. Um, but I would say for my, oh yeah, is that it's really hard to find an oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well you're you it's because you used it already it's you're going out um for the first yeah. time okay yeah we're we're gonna do that one um oh yeah jake and i get to go out and have a dinner for the first time by ourselves without Ginny. it's a it's an oh shit and an oh yeah because it's an oh shit that it's the first time we're gonna be leaving her with anyone else other than the two of us um 
and it'll be for a few hours but I'm excited for Jake and I to have time to ourselves you for need us. to get a few hours away yeah. at least like that's not <laughs> I mean that's it's I commend you but it's not good for your mental health to like never be able to get away for your from your kid like I know how are you making it <laughs> I know like I I understand I I will say like Jake and I we we do very good having alone time like whenever Jenny's napping or like if she's preoccupied we do do very like it's not obviously it's not every single time but there are a lot of days that we do very well of having like alone time and like connecting with each other while (coughs) while she's preoccupied with something else and not taking all of our attention but it will be nice for us to not really have to worry about anything like well you don't have to worry and you don't have to sit there and think to yourself like oh god I gotta do this next like oh she's gonna wake up and blah 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 like you have like yeah that checkout I understand that like as I mentioned in our last episode (coughs) I'll probably talk about it more next week you know we're taking our first overnight trip and she's 13 months old so it's like the first time that she's gonna stay anywhere I mean she stayed with my parents like mostly at our house and stuff while I like go to work and whatnot on the weekends but um this is gonna be the first time that we've gone away it's gonna be the first time I like have a night of sleep without a baby waking me up so totally I'm on that page with you it's (laughs) nice yeah I'm excited I'm excited to see how it goes um Jake and I will probably go to the melting pot um we are gonna do this in houston uh because my mom's gonna watch her but we're probably gonna go to the melting pot or somewhere sentimental to us we use i we usually go to the melting pot for like big occasions like on our anniversary and stuff um because we both really like it and it's it's very expensive so we try to save it for like special occasions or nights whenever we just like uh feel fancy or want to feel fancy I guess um but we really enjoy it and so yeah it's it'll be nice to have a a nice dinner and I feel like the melting pot is a good like romantic type of restaurant if you haven't been it's very dim um and you can even get like packages where they'll do like flowers chocolate covered strawberries rose petals all that stuff yeah um so we might do something nice for our anniversary and everything that'll be fun yeah Yeah. i hope you guys have a really fun time thanks well deserved but that is our podcast yeah well, it was really nice getting the chance to, you know, just kind of catch up with you, Sharon. We both got a chance to really talk about our lives and just some random mom thoughts that we have. Um, you know, normally we stick to one concise topic, but sometimes it's nice to be able to just, you know, shoot the Bounce shit. Around. And I hope that you guys find us <laughs> interesting when we're just gabbing with each other, um, relatable and you know if you have topics that you'd love to hear us discuss or if you are interested in being a guest on our podcast and sharing your story we would love to have you as always we like to make this a community for all moms yeah so uh you can find us on instagram at learning on the job moms um you can send us an email if you have any questions or any 
advice, anything that you'd like us to talk about or anything, um, send that to learning on the job moms at gmail.com. And you can also find us on TikTok. Cora and I have our own individual TikToks and we are currently working on making a TikTok for the podcast. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Yes. But we hope that y'all enjoyed this episode, enjoyed listening to us talk and take time to go catch up on some past episodes since we've had a few breaks yeah. going on here and there. But we look forward to talking to y'all next week. Yes, definitely. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.